Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC. With me back again is our Lead Pastor, Brad Livingston. Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast, and uh, we're excited to have you with us. We're uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. We're a, we're a day a day late, uh, yeah. later than normal, but that's okay. What else are you doing? Just you're at home. <laughs> just sitting uh, quarantining <laughs> yeah. at your house. <laughs> yeah, you ain't doing nothing. Yeah. So so, uh, so yeah, that's that's uh, what's going on. Yeah, man, things are uh, things are nuts. You know, things are things are crazy. We've been super busy, so um, you know, things at the new facility and all that jazz. So we've been yeah, we started a little bit of a little bit of uh, renovations. This, uh, yeah, this that's week. a that's an understatement. Yeah. So so <laughs> yeah, we started a little bit of renovations to start getting that thing ready. So. You know, within the next, I don't know. I don't. We haven't really set a. We haven't set a date yet. But I know people are going to be asking us coming up soon, since more and more churches are starting to release dates of when they're going to, you know, open up and be back meeting in person. Um, we're we're kind of we're probably uh, maybe a, a few more weeks past what some churches are doing, uh, yeah. just because we're going to be we're going to be going into our new building. But um, but we're getting it ready for everybody. We're excited. Yep. Yep. Things are rocking. Things are going good. Um, you know, uh, figuring some stuff out, <laughs> uh, in the midst of this, in the midst of the craziness here. Um, seriously. Yeah. It's, it's been pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Just, you know, start digging into stuff and, you know, TC has its own, we have our own way that we do things. Uh, that's not a secret. You know, we have, uh, our own way that we operate on a number of things and, um, you know, one of the things we've learned as we've hopped buildings <laughs> a few times and we've we've torn things apart and put things back together. Uh, one of the things that we've learned over time is uh, to do as much as you can before you get in, because once you get in, it's really hard to, it's hard. to make significant changes. And so um, we're doing all that now. And, and uh, man, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's just it's, it's a lot, you know. And I mean, well. What, is, what were you going to say? Well, I, I, you know, we talked about it, I think, last – it was last week when we were telling everybody about the building. And, you know, as you – I got to talk about it yesterday. You know, we came by there <clears throat> with yep. Pastor um, Pastor, uh, Mike. Pastor Michael Montgomery, uh, who's Pursuit Life Church here in town, a friend of ours. And, and um, <clears throat> he came by, and we gave him a tour. And then, and then I was with him after we were looking at something else and talking for – we got in a long conversation – and, um, but he asked, he was like, just so I have context, you know, how did y'all, you know, how did y'all hear about the building? Did you just like hear about it somewhere? You know, what a story. And I got to, I got to tell him the kind of the, the whole story. And, uh, you know, it's just, every time you tell it, it's just crazy. Cause they're kind of in the same boat. Now they're, they're starting to, to get to where they're looking for a, you know, possibly something for a long, a long-term plan, you know, right, um, right. Just, just like so many churches. It seems just like, you know, for context, you know, for, so I understand how did y'all hear about this? So I got to tell him the whole story and it was just, um, it, it was just, it was awesome. It just every time I tell it, it's like, you realize how, how, how crazy it really is. Something. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. um, it was cool. So I'm, I'm excited about the building. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, we're we're pumped, man. It's it's it is good. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. You know, like like you said, it's one of those things where there's so many uh there's just so much that's gotta happen. So we're just trying to get it done as quickly as possible. In the meantime, still operate, you know, we still have online services we're we're accomplishing and a team that's helping us do that. So that's great. So the online services, there's still, you know, there's still groups that are, you know, that are yeah, groups that are happening. Yep. And all that. So yeah, there's a lot to, it's a lot to do, but I mean, what else do we have to do? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh it's exciting. So we're, we're, we are pumped. It's good. So yeah, man. <clears throat> and then just, I don't know this. I, I feel like we're, uh, you know, it, it's one of the things I feel like we're kind of on the back end of, of uh, this COVID deal. Um, I'm not suggesting that it's all the way gone. I'm, that's not really what I'm saying. I just Man, it, it, it would be nice. It would be nice if it is. Yeah. It would be nice if it was all the way gone. I mean, um, you know, and I and, and I know how it is with the news and different different things. But you know, there was um, I guess the resurgence is something to be concerned about, or at least aware of a possibility at some point. You know, and I surely hope that doesn't happen because um, I know that. People people need to get back to work and all that stuff. But, um, I'm just tired of, of I'm just kind of tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is, but, um, yeah. But I'll tell you what, we was working at the building yesterday and I went to the, I know you've, you've got your own opinion about this. So I need to, I need to let you know. All right. Uh -oh. We went to the Louisiana lunchbox yesterday. Oh, is it good? It was incredible. It, it was really good. Well, I need to give them a second shot. I mean, you know, I got my opinion because the first time we went, they were they were brand new. It was their first day uh, in their new they, building. They were yeah. brand new in their new location. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They did not have a clue. They didn't. They they, they, they was, was tripping. I, I mean, yeah. I was not happy. I mean, they still got a couple I don't get, things that I feel like they could modify. You know, but you know, that's whatever. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And I'm not one to ever say anything at a restaurant. Like I was definitely frustrated, but you don't, I don't tell them that's not the poor waitress's fault. You know, it's not her fault or right, right, right. so it's, it's just, um, it took forever. And I think I was with John and Juwan. We all, uh, John, Juwan and Eli. Yeah. And Eli. Okay. I forgot. Yeah, Eli, Eli went yeah. with me yesterday. I was like, man, let's go try it again. He's like, man, I do need to try it again. Cause the last time he, you know, he said the same thing last time we went, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, we uh, were there for two hours. Two, yeah. Two, two hours for a meal. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, I'm glad that that's, that's good because it's right there by the new building. So I got to find some lunch spots, you know, hey, listen, for, was, let me tell you something. I'm gonna go ahead and just let you, let you know real quick, the shrimp and grits, they got it. They got something going on with their shrimp and grits. All right. It was, well, hold, not, hold, it was hold on. Hold on now. <laughs> Are we talking like grits of Yaya fish house level shrimp and grits or di different? I would say that it is just as tasty, but different. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so grits of Yaya, you know, grits of Yaya is a very herb garlic based type of sauce right and so it's delicious it's it is very good yeah and uh this blackened shrimp you know so those are gritty ya -ya gouda, fire. gouda cheese Choo! yes come I'm on i'm trying to tell you it's good uh so yeah so gritty ya -ya at the fish house is incredible right bake it's got the bacon it's got so so it's it's on its own little level but these grits and shrimp that they had at the Louisiana lunchbox. They really don't, I feel like they could sell it better. Here's the reason why. When I go to a place like that and everything is styrofoam and plastic, 
You know what I mean when I say that, right? Plastic yeah. forks, styrofoam cups and everything. When I go to a place like that, here's where my mind automatically goes. Joe Patties. They've been around forever. It's kind of the standard in Pensacola for like for shrimp and like cheese grits and hush puppies and French fries and that holding the eye. Right. Well, because of that, my mind was in that space. So I'm ordering it just I'm ordering that it is nothing like that at all. So it is you, you can get the shrimp or the you can get whatever you want on top of the grits, I think. But then they do a pepper jack cream cheese sauce on top. And then they put your shrimp, whether they're blackened or fried. So I got mine fried yesterday. So I, I had grits with the sauce and fried shrimp on it. Son, listen, let me tell you something. That sounds pretty good. It was incredible. And their hush puppies are great. I was really blown away. What did Eli have? Eli got a fried crawfish po' boy, and that junk was fire, too. Ooh, so. see, here's, what you, here's the nice thing about a po' boy. Is most restaurants going to tell us? Tell, tell, tell everyone watching right now. <laughs> the po' boy is significantly less money than if you were going to get a shrimp platter versus a shrimp po' boy. The shrimp po' boy is significantly less money usually, and you get sometimes about the same amount of shrimp. Yeah. You know, so sometimes you can get a po' boy and come out. It's like a little life hack, you know. No doubt. You get you get some. All right. So let's do this. Let's do this for everyone watching right now. If you are a if you're a po' boy person, mm. let's throw some hearts out there. If yes, you're please. a platter person with like the grits and the fries and the hush puppies and stuff, throw some <laughs> throw the like out there. All right. So likes for the platter hearts for the po boys and let's see what we got general consensus from everyone out there and, Hold it, on, and if watch. you like both if you like both if i don't know what, what if you, you like do. both just put the the new symbol with the dude holding the heart all right you, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Do, oh the, the care symbol <laughs> yeah you can do that all right we got hearts we got hearts going already oh likes oh, jen's got likes right now felicia's likes okay we've got a lot of platter. both i see a both perfect Somebody's angry. Yeah. I don't know why they're angry. We're talking about shrimp yep. right now. Get it together. Your life well, is messed so up. funny. <laughs> we were just talking the other day. We were just talking the other day, or I was with somebody, and I don't know whatever happened to the guy, but on Highway 29, right there uh -huh. by the by the seafood market that's by the Walmart right there in Inslee, yep. and the O'Reilly's and all that that's right there. There used to be um, Tony's Po' Boys back in the day. Yes, sir. They was there forever. And it was another one. His brother ran the other one that was down by in Brentwood. Um, I think about Brentwood Elementary or something. Yep. Any, anyways, I used to work right there at Carpenter's Campers. And I'm once a week, we were getting shrimp po' boys. That was the best po' boy for the money. I mean. Yeah, they were fire. He, he would pile it on. It was great. It yeah. was great. So I don't, know, I don't know how we got talking about po' boys. Um, <laughs> I was just telling everybody about my Louisiana lunchbox experience. So, yeah, uh, so I'm about to give it. A, I'm about to give it another shot. And I know, I know. Right there, you know, we had a debate. We had a pretty heated debate the other day with a couple people. Your wife, you know, your wife tries to say that Zaxby's is better than Boosack. Absolutely I mean, not. She's no, dead wrong. I mean, you could dead be wrong. more wrong on something. Uh, but Zaxby's is right there. Whacked out wiener is right there, which yep. 
I love me a hot dog. You know, I love. Hey, you know how dog. I feel about this. We've been over this. <laughs> yeah, I, I love. Cannot hot dogs. bring myself to pay five dollars per hot dog. I can make that junk at home. That's how I feel about it. Well, but the toppings are legit. At home that you get at a restaurant. Yeah, but a hot cheaper. dog is particularly like I feel that way about. It. I don't know why I yeah, feel but, about that way more. But sometimes they have a better better it, meat combo in the hot dog. It's well, not like maybe. The, what you get at the store maybe, maybe. You know, they, <laughs> they they do uh, a good job steaming the buns and all of that okay. and, all right. and all it's right. a convenience yeah. thing i mean uh, I, yeah, I you guess could so. you could go home like, i mean you was working at the church yesterday. Mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna drive all the way to cantonment to cook up a hot dog no no i'm absolutely not doing that i just don't like hot dogs that much in general but i, I love i love hot dogs I, I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just, yeah. But nonetheless, that, that yeah, that debate, it wasn't even a debate. My wife just made an incorrect statement is all it really was. And she well, said she, she's probably going to come running in here in a second to defend herself. Guess what I made last <laughs> night? What, what? I made a grilled cheese, but instead of butter, uh, I used mayo. Mayo, yeah. Extra I've never done that bread. before. It was, it was really good. It'll get you. It It'll was get really you. good. Yeah. You can't really tell a difference in the taste once it's done. But it's a texture thing. The bread gets yeah, extra crispy. It was really good. I got to yep. tell you. Um, Doubled up on the, the cheese. Mayonnaise. What? Doubled up on the cheese. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. I'll feel you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So before we we're gonna jump into our into the sermon, but we just got it. We got to nail this down. Everybody out there uh, that that is with us, um, we're gonna go comments this time. Fusakli's or Zaxby's? What are we doing out there? Drop it. Let, let's let's uh you type it in the comments. And let's see where everybody's at. I think my wife is just wrong. I think she's incorrect. Uh, she oh, she just joined. Too. Oh my gosh, she just jumped uh, on. <laughs> she's in I the other room. It. She said, "Oh, I'm gonna hop on here. I got something to say." So uh, no, no, no. <laughs> so. Listen, this is America, and you have the right to be wrong if you that, disagree. That's but right. You you have there is no wrong. there is no planet that you can live on and think that Zaxby's has better chicken strips than Fusakli's. <laughs> I mean, it, Jen, it, you've it, never it, had Fusakli's. What are you doing with your life? Oh my God! Look, we got to get these people. Listen, listen. and Fusakli's is cheap, bro. You can get the bigger box. Go get the bigger box. You get three sauces with it. You get fries and a drink. It's like $7, and you'll get like and, nine strips. And they bread say and it's seven And bread and coleslaw. They yes. say it's seven strips, but I got nine last time. They don't oh, have yeah, to yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, here's the thing. I, I think here, So here's what I've figured out. If you work at a chicken strip restaurant, and that you, you'd be hard-pressed to convince me otherwise. Don, I think you're wrong. Jen... Roll by the building sometime and meet me and Justin there. We'll roll up to Fusakli's or something and we'll grab some chicken some chicken strips. So um, that way you can you you can have to absolutely. Jen, you let us know when. We'll go. All right. Me, you, Justin, and whoever wants to go to Fusakli's to prove our point that it is better than Zaxby's. But here's the deal. Number one, I feel like Zaxby's chicken been under a heat lamp since 9 a.m. when they did their first fry session and it's dry. Fusakli's, I feel like they're dropping chicken all day long. Right. All day. So I think that is the case, number one. So Fusakli's is fresher. Almost every time I go there, it's every time. fresh. Yep. So that's a big deal. That's number one. Number two, I'm pretty sure that both Fusakli's and Zaxby's doesn't know how to count to 10. 
or seven or whatever. They the don't. problem is Fusakli's, since they don't know whether or not they put the seven in the box, they just add two to make sure they got them in there. At Zaxby's, they don't know if they put seven in the box, so they just leave it at four and let it ride. <laughs> so so you, end, you end up with like, you know, if you ordered a 10-piece, you get six. I'm like, listen, it ain't that hard to make sure no. that I got 10, like, and adult Fus- nuggets. Also Fusakli's. Known- yeah, Foo Sackley's is more regional. You know, if you're if you're watching or listening on the podcast from outside of the this area, you're not going to. They're out of Mobile, Alabama, and we know people in Alabama can't count at all. So that's why we get roll times. No, no offense, <laughs> no offense <laughs> to everybody in Alabama. Um, but you got two things you can't do: is pave roads when they need to be repaved, and count to ten. You know? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, don't, don't send well, your hate mail. Well, you know. You can send uh, hate mail to I don't care at listen, yeah. Allison, I'll give you that. I'll <laughs> give you that. I mean, I, I, I have said this before and I'll say it again. I'm no respecter of chicken. All right. I, I'm an equal opportunity chicken eater. Like Zaxby's, Fusakley's, uh oh, man, there's other ones. Guthrie's when they were open. You know, Ooh, I, I come from, I come, I used to visit Guthrie country a lot. So up in Haleyville, Alabama, that general area is where Guthrie's was kind of born. And I used to go up there a lot and they're really, they used to be really good, but. And, listen, and then the Holy grail of chicken, chicken strips and chicken nuggets, Chick-fil-A. I mean, Chick-fil-A, chick, that's the Lord's chicken, but I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you you don't no one can clap at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, you remember that song Holy Anointed Filled with Your Power? They were talking about Chick-fil-A sauce. That's what they were talking about. But um, so <laughs> see, I, I don't I'm not a Chick-fil-A sauce is not my favorite sauce there. So Well You're a Poly, you're a Polynesian. I'm guy, a Poly, right? like Polynesian. Um, I think they, they got, got some ch- of the best barbecue. Chick-fil-A sauce. sauce is good. Their barbecue sauce is good too. Yeah. Barbecue. Did I, I told you about that time? I'm pretty sure I helped create a change in corporate policy i'm taking credit for it well might as well about that petition to change their barbecue sauce see yeah so what happened was they changed if anybody remembers about mm, probably six or seven years ago they changed their barbecue sauce from original to smokehouse barbecue now i don't know what meeting they had and i don't know who was in it because they said uh, they they said, well, we're gonna do we're gonna switch from our original barbecue sauce to the smokehouse barbecue sauce, <clears throat> and somehow this got voted through. Big mistake. Big mistake. <clears throat> we collected over fifty thousand signatures and sent them to Chick Fil A for them to go back to their original barbecue sauce. <clears throat> so mm. I'm taking credit for a change in corporate policy. So. You know, I don't understand sometimes when restaurants make changes like that. You know, like Panera Bread used to have this. I don't Cuban even want to talk about panini. Panera Bread right now. I, I don't get down with Panera Bread anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's walking out. I don't get. I don't get down with Panera Bread. You know, they used to have this Cuban chicken panini that was really good. Um, the last time I had Panera Bread a few weeks ago, it was nothing to brag about. It was nothing to write home about. It was just not that good. Um, but but and then and then Chick Fil A used to also have this breakfast burrito. Oh, we've talked about this before. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so I like a good breakfast burrito. You know, at Whataburger, there's the taquitos. I mean, how do you? How, you can't go wrong with the taquito. But Whataburger used to have not Whataburger. Chick Fil A used to have one. It was chicken pieces they cut up. Egg, cheese, and then they even had like sauteed onions and peppers Shoo. in it. 
right? Yes. And then you put a little picante sauce. It was fabulous. Well, then one day I show up and I order the burrito and they're like, oh, you mean the burrito bowl or something? I don't remember what they call it. And I was like, no, 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 the, the breakfast burrito. They're like, oh, you can get the bowl in a burrito. And I don't really know what they meant. So I was just like, okay. But they, they got rid of the peppers and the onions and all the good stuff in it. And it's just like the egg and chicken. It's like, it's just not as good. I don't know why you would do that. They didn't ask me if I thought they should or anything, and they just (laughs) did it. They did not ask your opinion. Yeah, when when you walk in and order something, you've always ordered, and they're like, we don't do that. And it's like, no, trust me, you do, because I've been here before. Yeah. 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 100%. And that's the thing. And listen, this Panera Bread done made me upset. This whole thing they've done, like, they had a fire menu for a little while. That smokehouse turkey panini with the – sun-dried tomato sauce on it and the melted cheese and bacon and all that stuff. Delicious. I never went to Panera Bread because it was healthy. I never went to Panera Bread because it was organic. Didn't care nothing about all that. I went to Panera Bread because it tastes good, right? And they got rid of like all the things on the menu that are really, really good, especially sandwiches. Their salads and soups still taste good. But what happened to the good sandwiches? Like, man, bring well, here, back. Here's the thing, though. I was I mad. do like I do like their broccoli cheddar soup, but here's the yeah. problem. If I'm going to go somewhere to get soup and a sandwich, I ain't trying to spend $15. Like, Man. That, that's ridiculous. It's pre-made soup and bags back there and a, a, a mediocre sandwich, and I got to almost spend a dub on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I ain't trying to do that. Right, right, right. right. No. Y'all make it sound like yeah, y'all make it sound like easels back there with a wooden spoon making that broccoli yeah. and cheddar soup. No, y'all ship that junk in on a semi truck. Yeah, because listen to this. The other day, I think it was Friday night. I wanted some fish. I wanted fried fish, like fried mullet. Okay. And I was like, man, ain't nowhere around here got fried fish that I know of. I think because Pastor Dan posted a picture when he was at the seafood place. It's on Nine Mile. Yep, yep, he yep. Posted yep, a yep. picture with shrimp and everything. I was like, man, I need some seafood. Well, I don't live anywhere close to that, right? So. I was trying to figure out where I'm going to get some fried fish. And then I remembered Jerry's drive-in is like 30 seconds from my house, right? Right. Classic spot in Pensacola. So I called him up and I ordered, they got fried mullet. I ordered that, some fried okra, the whole thing. And I get down there and it's $12, right? Like, so some of these actual restaurants, you can get in for cheaper or the same amount is these fast food places. Me and you were at Nukes last Friday. Yep. Uh, Nukes, is, that's $14, $15, you know, yep. and I just had more, I had more food from Jerry's for cheaper yeah. and that bothers me. Well, and I think it's, I think just sometimes they don't pay attention to the scale of things, right? Because like at Nukes, for example, you can get a sandwich that's the size of your hand. Well, my hand, I have a big hand. You can get a sandwich that big right for nine dollars and some change or you can get a whole pizza for nine dollars and some change so it's like i feel like the pricing scale is off and so man we need to write a letter a strongly worded one at that strong i'm gonna get a thesaurus out (laughs) and everything (laughs) well that's like too uh i i really love sandwiches and i really love jersey mike's oh in there the other day yeah and you know they always get you with that one question when you order you want the regular or the giant? Well, now the giant is pretty dang big. I mean, it, it is. It's, it, yeah. it's it's huge. I don't think you're eating that one sitting. But my thought was, Challenge it was kind of it was kind of early in the day. I was like, I'll get the giant and I'll eat half now and I'll eat half 
later on, you know. Yeah. The sandwich, no chips, no drink, just the sandwich. Just sandwich. $16. Okay. A Oof. giant was $16. With tax, I paid $17 for a sandwich. Like, that's kind of crazy. Now, it's good. They got a good sandwich. Got a good making, sandwich. I've been making sandwiches at home for two weeks now uh, on some bunny bread, and I got some deli meat. And let me tell you, it's fine. That's a fire know, sandwich right there, son. It is. And I know I might get some hate comments about bunny bread. I don't care. White bunny bread is delicious. But I get I buy a good sandwich meat from the deli where they crank that, you know, they slicing it and uh-huh. all of that. Yes. Um, but yeah, they're getting crazy with some of these prices. So. Yeah, it's out of We've control. been talking about food for a long time now. We really could. Watching us. Yeah, I don't know. if Whoever's still with us, huh. <laughs> so if you haven't skipped oh. this yet in your podcast channel. Uh, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, so um, <clears throat> we talked about a number of things today already. But yeah, it, it, we, you know, food is a passion of ours. And so okay. once we get started talking about it, it can just go for a little while. We ought to do a whole show on food. Don't threaten me with a good time. We ought to we'll do a taste test or something. We ought to go on location and do some taste tests or something. Boy, listen. Um, I just want to go to a restaurant. I miss restaurants. I know they're opening back up. I need to hit up some, but yeah. I, mean, I need a good rest. I've been eating too many, too much pizza and sandwiches lately. Oh, really? And, you know, well, and I've just kind of been on a little kick. I get on these little kicks where I'll do a lot of something for a few weeks, but pizza has been a careful. Lot Last time you did that, you never ate at Saigon again. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I don't, I can't do it. There's something happened at Saigon that yeah. I just, I can't go back there. Um, no, yeah. nothing they did to me or the food was bad. <laughs> so, I just, yeah. I don't something know if I ate too much head. of it. Yeah. yeah, it's in my own head for sure. I just can't do it. Don't have a, a craving for it at all. Don't, and, and, I'm, and I'm fine with it. But I want to yeah. go to like the Urban Swinery. I want to go Ooh. to I want to go to, you know, some, some of those places, my spot. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> Allison said, are we delivering breakfast after this? Because your girl's at work and starving now. All this talk about food. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go stand outside. It's on the way. Yeah. Go, just go, just go wait until you see us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go uh, wait for it. I was like, it'll be there. Yeah. Uh. When you see the red van come by, run out and bang on the window. Yeah. You'll know it's us. The red van. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> we like to run out there and start beating on the window, scare some like soccer mom. All right, but anyway, so <clears throat> yeah, it's a good time. Uh, you know, Jen, we we need to hit this Fusakli's thing. We're all I'm, we're all about it. Like we'll we'll make it happen. So um, look, I got to you know. be over that way about ten thirty. We can be there eleven thirty. Fusakli, let's do that. Fusakli's eleven thirty. On Mobile Highway, we go exactly eleven thirty Mobile Highway. Yeah, yeah, we, you can be there. We'll be there. Anybody yeah. wants to come? Any guys yeah. that are watching, you can come yeah. join us. Yes, yeah, exactly eleven thirty Mobile Highway. Highway. Yeah. So if you we'll if you're watching right now, come be a part of this. If you're listening to the podcast, yeah, uh, yeah, out of luck. Go eat your own. Usackley's, um, and then let us know if you think it's better than Zaxby's. You can tweet us or send us an email. All right. You can do yeah, for sure. all that. So, man, well, the reason that we come here every week is to talk about the sermon. And so we will do that now that we're, uh, you know, 25 minutes into this. Yes. Right next to the new church, Allison. Uh, <clears throat> now that we're here, uh, is talking about the sermon from Sunday. And, uh, you know, man, we've, we're in this, uh, in this now what series, um, and 
So the, the now what series is, um, you know, kind of talking about where do we go from here? And, and you know, yeah. we spent, we, we did a whole series where we were just kind of talking about coronavirus and, and not so much the virus itself, but like how we're navigating that. Um, and so now we kind of wanted to move into this like thing. It's like, all right, let's talk about like where God wants to take us. And so we, you know, we talked about just watch in week one, um, you know, how we're, God is setting up for something. And as we watch, man, God's going to continue to do something great. But then this past Sunday, we talked about just move. Um, <clears throat> this idea that sometimes we wait for perfection to set in. Uh, we wait for everything to be just right. You know, essentially, we don't do a good job oftentimes as believers aligning ourselves uh, for miracles to take place. You know, we don't put ourselves in positions to have miraculous faith. Um, and since we don't put ourselves in positions to have miraculous faith, uh, we don't live miraculous lives. Um, you know, we don't have great stories of miraculous supervision or supervision, provision, sorry, or supervision, uh, but miraculous <laughs> provision from God because we don't, we don't take giant steps of faith anyways. Um, you know, so, and the thing is, is we like to wait for everything to be perfect before we get moving. And the reality is sometimes you got to just move. Right. And, um, you know, we were talking about the story with the Israelites in Exodus chapter 13 and to kind of give a backstory to it for everybody. If you don't know the story, uh, the Israelites, God's people had been in captivity with the Egyptians. They were slaves. Um, they were helping build monuments and buildings and all these things. And uh, uh, then God comes to Moses. Moses goes to Pharaoh, leads the people out of, uh, out of Egypt miraculously. God's hand of provision. And, and there's, a whole, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on with that. But, so then they're leaving um, in Exodus 13. And that's where we kind of pick up the story. Right. And so Exodus 13, 18 through 22. Justin, I think you got that there, right? I do. It says, when Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. Yeah. And so, man, God puts this in, puts them in this position. He's going to take them on this journey. Well, one of the key things that happens here is like he takes them on the long road. He doesn't take them the shortest route. He takes them the long route. And the reason he does that, just like he says in verses, uh, in verse 18 uh, and 19, he was saying that if he took them next to the Philistine country, they would have gotten into a war and they just came out of uh, slavery. They don't have weapons. They're not, they're not in a position to go to war. So he takes them the long way around their uh, on their journey instead of taking the short way now most of them know are somewhat familiar with this land to some extent right and so whenever he's leading them <clears throat> you have to think that some of them are like why are we going this way when we could yeah. be going this way type of question um and that kind of led us to our first point right and our first point um you know being that when you feel like your spiritual gps is broken just move right and then and, then, and all the points there have like a, a, a opening statement but it ends with the idea of just move um so when you feel like your spiritual gps is broken when you feel like god is leading you in ways you don't understand like all of those things um you got to just move right 
And, uh, and I've definitely been in places in my life where, where you've had to just trust God in his timing, in the journey that he's taking you on. Cause you may not always understand it, you know, and, it's, <laughs> That's true. and, and it seems like he could be like, God, you you totally could have done this. Or you totally could have done that. And, and he's doing things his way, you know, uh, in his timing. So, you know, I wonder if <clears throat> some of that, I think some people probably do better at that than others. And I wonder if some of that is a personality thing or um, maybe even a, 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 like a spiritual maturity thing or a combination of that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know. That. That's obviously not part of your message. But I, just, yeah. I, I do think some people are better, probably naturally better at still moving even through the unknown. Or, yeah. or willing to take the risk of something may, may not know the outcome, but I'm going to take the risk and I'm going to, I'm going to move to the new city and take this new job or, uh, yep. you know, I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to leave the comfort of my salary in my company to go start my own business. Like, I think there are some people who are, that take the risk easier than others. And some people want to get in their safety net and want to make sure everything's right and perfect and, and planned out. Um, even though that may never, that may never be that way before you move. I just wonder what the correlation is, if if any, for personality types. Yeah, I say that because yeah. you know, I mean, you love the the enneagram and the enneagram. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, I just wonder if some of that's like that, you know. And then on top of that, you know, a spiritual maturity thing, you know, will a a, a more seasoned believer um handle that different than someone who's not, you know, or that fully has the faith and the trust in God to to to, to be stepping, you know interesting yeah no a hundred percent and i think that's the that's the that's also helpful to 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 realize too and um hopefully everyone will uh jump on we're justin and i are having conversations right now about a enneagram podcast in addition to a number of other things so we'll keep y'all posted on that because i think that's going to be dope when we launch that bad boy so yeah um, hashtag type three (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> anyways, God leads the Israelites. And if you want the full story, just like we say every week, go back and listen or watch the sermon. You go to transformationchurch.com, click on messages, and you can check out the, you know, the full, uh, you know, the, the whole thing. But yeah, but um, as that's happening, uh, you know, Pharaoh then comes to the realization that they've let the people go and he's like, we need to go after them. Right. And that kind of leads us to our second point because now they're in this position, right? Where Pharaoh and his people are behind them. Uh, The Philistines are, they're passing next to the Philistines beside them, which has been an enemy of theirs for a long time. And they're coming up on a red sea in front of them. Right. So they've kind of got themselves into a situation where there really is no escape at this point. Um, no matter what direction they go in, they're kind of, uh, out of luck. And, um, and so that's where they find themselves in the second point, um, that we come to is when the, when the enemy is behind you and an obstacle is in front of you, just move. And sometimes we allow ourselves in a life to get stalemated, right? So we get stuck um, because we don't, because we're not sure what to do or because we feel like we're out of options. You know, we just get stuck. And I can imagine, I like to think of it because again, we sometimes we, we, uh, we don't humanize characters in the Bible enough. 
I want you to think about like, think about if you were watching, right? Think about if you were watching Moses and he like walks out over the water with a stick and he's like, Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's your plan. You, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I put myself in some of these stories as sarcastic as I am. <laughs> I can only imagine some of the stuff I would have said in some of these things in the Bible, like, I'd have been like in the back hollering out like to my friends, like a stick. He got a stick. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Cause like, we need a boat. A yeah. few of them. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I can only imagine. That'd surely be somebody, surely one of the Israelites was a sarcastic, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was so. the type of dude like that. It was uh-huh. like, you know, it was like, would you go paddle with that? You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I could just see, I could yeah. just see it, you know, I love that. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, I don't think we think about the, the, that enough, like, cause it wasn't just Moses. Yeah. Know, it wasn't, it wasn't just a couple that had faith. I mean, there's a million, there's a million people were standing in there. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. He's leading all these people and then they get to this, they get kind of in this position where they're stuck a little bit, you know? And it's like, and I think we, that happens to us in our lives, you know, where it's like, man, we kind of get, uh, we, we find ourselves stuck a little bit, um, in some of these positions and, you know, um, our past is behind us. Our issues are behind us. Who we used to be is behind us. Um, our struggles are behind us. Our circumstances that are behind us. Um, you know, those things, you know, the enemy constantly trying to bring those against us. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't know that sometimes people think, you know, maybe you can think about it through the story of, uh, of the Israelites and, and all that, but you, you know, what else do you have to lose sometimes? Right? Like, you know, if I was one of those people standing there, you try, at least I would, I would like to think that you, part of the thought process is I don't need these waters to part. I'm fixing to start swimming because what's the alternative? I, it's not like you're just going to go back to slavery. You left. They're coming to kill. They come in to kill people. You know, like maybe you survive and they drag you back and now you're going to get beat every day. And, you know, just like, I'm just not going out like that. Like I'm getting in the, I'm swimming. What yeah. else do you have to lose? But well, to and, here, guy. and here's the deal on that. And I think that's something to talk about for a second. We, we can acknowledge that for many of us, for many of us, we would just like the Israelites, because even in the desert, the Israelites said this, right? They said we were better off with Pharaoh when we have pots of meat, right? Sometimes we over-exaggerate how good things were not. Mm. I say, like, I want to, so sometimes we, sometimes, I think God puts all of us in positions where he won't allow us to trade on the uh, uncertainty of where we're going for the certainty and the comfort of where we come from. I think many of us, if we were honest with ourselves, some of us, we would stay in bondage if it meant we were comfortable uh, and and had an assurance uh, more so than we would risk uncomfortability and uncertainty with a new thing like god i'll take my old bondage because i'm comfortable with it rather than the uncertainty of where you're going to take me because i don't know what you're going to do right right and that's why i think comfort is such a dangerous thing for many of us is it's like and we don't want to um we don't want to succumb to or we don't want to jump into uncertainty because we don't know what god's going to do and so we would rather ju- you know essentially like the israelites i'll take slavery because i know what that means rather than taking a future with jesus because i don't know what that means 
Well, and 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 kind of to that coming out of the uh, coming out of the story a little bit and into like out of the story in the Bible we're talking about and coming into like real life that we're that we deal with now is like <clears throat> I don't know at least in my experience, I don't know that God ever just sets things up and then you do something, you know, like anything that God's ever done for me, it happened because, you know, you are taking steps. Like I've kind of always said like, God will guide your steps, but you got to be stepping type thing, you know? And it's like, I, I think back to that. It's, it's like, I don't, I don't necessarily look for an open door in areas. All I need is a crack in a door you know right. <laughs> and then you know but maybe that's maybe i can get myself in trouble that way i don't need god to swing a door wide open if he cracks one i'll push the rest of it open myself or like sometimes it's you know god does something say in a job or or something like that but uh, from my in my experience those jobs happened but i had to have conversations first that maybe opened the doorways and then in that through prayer and things it's like god is this something you're leading me to do and then and then things start really start to fall in place but i've never yeah. just sat at home on my couch for weeks or months at a time and be like god i need you to do something and then someone comes and like knocks on the door and all of a sudden here's a brand new job or a new this or a new that right right i just that's never happened maybe that's happened for some that way but um and i think too many people are so content or expecting god to do it that way and you're sitting on like the proverbial couch waiting on god to come knocking and it's like man get up go yeah. go go <clears throat> make things moving. happen on your own or at least try to and but in that, believe that there's a power beyond you that's gonna that, that's gonna work things out for your good, you know. Um, yeah. And and I don't and I hope that doesn't come across as like taking the power away from God and it's all about us because that's definitely not what I'm what I'm trying to say. But I do think that we have a responsibility to be doing something too. Um, yeah. You know how's he gonna. How's he going to give you more when when you haven't honored him with what you already have that type that type of thing? So I just right, kind of right, feel right, like right. I've never been blessed by sitting sitting on my butt doing nothing. Uh, I started some kind of a process, and then in that, God starts opening doors, or you know, you know what I'm saying? Does that make any yeah, sense? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think it totally does. That's what I think. That's a huge part. I mean, I think that um, you know, we again, too many of us are just content sitting in the space that we're currently in, you know, we're not, we're not going after anything new. We're not trying, you know, we're not looking for God wants to take us. We're, we're content with comfortability. And, and like you said, you know, I'll just sit when God wants to bring me something, he'll bring it. I'm just going to sit here and hang out. And it's like, well, I, it, you'd be hard pressed to show me that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, so I think that there's, I think there's certainly like a way that we it, communicate and find a way to drive ourselves towards that, you know? Right. It, I, it made me think of that old saying, like, um, feed a man a fish or give a man a fish. You feed him for a day, teach a man a fish. You feed him for a lifetime. I kind of feel like right. God is like the, the giver of the fish. Like, you know, cause I got to eat again tomorrow. So if I try to start figuring this out then he blesses, he, he makes it happen. But now I've learned something in the process that tomorrow I take that blessing that I've learned and I can continue something, you know, that's right. kind of how I, how I view it. I don't right. know if I'm fully right, but that's how I, how I currently view that. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I may not be fully right. I don't think I'm fully wrong though. I, I've never seen you that way. So, <laughs> so, but no, we talked about that and, 
And then the last thing, there's there's plenty of other points we mentioned on Sunday. I want, I want to encourage you to go back and watch that um, or listen to the podcast, if nothing else. But um, so there's plenty of things we mentioned on Sunday. But the last thing we mentioned is that even in the darkness of the night, just move. <clears throat> and this kind of became a revelation to me as I was studying this for for this sermon because I never really I never really thought about it before. Until we read it, right? Well, most of us are familiar with the idea that he led them with a cloud by day and the fire by night, right? Like most of us have heard that before. Well, I started thinking about what it must have meant because he he says in the scripture, um, you know, when he talks about that in Exodus thirteen twenty two, so that they could travel by day or by night. So he had them traveling by night, firing, uh, following this fire, and I started thinking <clears throat> because. Um, it was all triggered. I'll tell you this story real quick. So it was, it this was prompted to me uh, as I was thinking of a, a number of other things, but, uh, and then I started thinking about the story and how it all kind of worked together. So uh, the other day I was in my office studying for a few things and uh, not in my office. I was in my, in the music room and I was working on a few things and it was like one thirty in the morning. All right. So I'm like working on some stuff, one thirty in the morning. And all of a sudden I hear this big boom in my backyard, one thirty in the morning. But it sounded like someone had knocked something over in our backyard. Well, just, Justin, you know me, right? Like I'm trying to find the closest firearm to, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, and so the thing was, is we don't have any, in that particular room, there's no blinds going to the backyard. Right. So I can't see into like, I, and, and it's dark outside, so I can't see into the backyard either. So <clears throat> I um, I run over, turn the light switch off, because, you know, you turn the light off in the room, you can see outside, but if the light is on in the room, you can't, right? So I turn the light right. switch off. Well, the computer monitors are still on, so I still can't see. Turn those off. Then I remember we usually have lights in our backyard. Well, we were tearing our deck apart, so we had killed the power to back there. So it's pitch black out there, too, so there's no light out there to help me see anything. So I go, like, I start, like, walking through the house, turning off lights so then I can see, you know what I mean? And then I turn it, like, into, like, a, a hunter, you know? I, like, hunch down in my living room where I can see through the windows into the backyard, and I just, like, sit there and watch to try to see if I see anything moving. And uh, <clears throat> then I realize I'm walking around the house, but I have my Apple Watch on. So if there is someone out there, they're probably looking at my house like, look at this knucklehead. I can see everywhere he's walking because his watch is just glowing the whole time. Right. right. So, uh, so after doing all that, um, I did, I didn't end up seeing anybody there, but I was thinking to myself like, man, cause then I went and finally got a flashlight and I shined the flashlight and it's that I have that like fear of like, you know, like you see in a movie where you shine the flashlight and there's nothing there, but you move it over and then all of a sudden there's something there and it like kind of jolts you. I always have that fear when I'm looking out the window with a flashlight that I'm going to be missing something and then look over and someone's going to be standing there. It's going to like scare the crap out of me. <laughs> right. Okay. And so when I was, when I was working on the sermon, that is something that kind of popped up in my, um, kind of in my head a little bit, if you will was, man, you know, these Israelites are following this fire by night, right? But the thing was, when you're following the light by night, you only see what the light is shining on. And there are seasons of our life where we're going to, that we're going to go through where we're going to have to trust what we do see and not be consumed by what we can't see. 
The Israelites yeah. are fo- following this fire by night, but they can't see what's to the left or to the right of them. Like it's, it's night, it's dark. There's no, there's no lights, you know? So they're following this fire by night, but they can't see the things that are around them. The only thing they can see is what God is showing them. And for many of us in our lives, we want to be able to see everything before we start following the Lord. We want to be able to see the things that are all around us before we start moving. And there are some times that God leads us down certain times and he leads us through darkness in our life. And he leads us through dry places like a desert when all we can see is the light that he's showing us. We don't get to see what's all around us. And we want to see this stuff. Like we want to be able to see everything. We want to know what's happening all around us. And God's saying, listen, you don't want to see what's going on all around you. Right. Trust me, if you could see what was going on around you, you would you would freeze. You'd get stalemated. You wouldn't move. You'd stop following me. I'm I'm going to block your vision through certain seasons of your life where you can't see everything because you don't need all you need to see is what I show you. And I want you just to follow me in what I'm showing you for a little bit. And I think there is just times that we go through night seasons where we have to trust the Lord and follow the Lord regardless. Um, and we, we follow what we can see. We don't get consumed by what we can't. Um, and we just in faith uh, continue to, to go after what God's putting in front of us. Um, and so, yeah, that's good. So that's, that's it. Y'all go back and check out the whole sermon guys. There was some more good nuggets in there. We'd love for you guys to, to check them out, you know, share them, do all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, I hope that, I hope that it was good for yeah, you. You can find uh you can access the, the message, the video or the, the audio for the podcast just on the, on the website, transformationchurch.com. And it's also on iTunes and Google and all those places. Yep. So uh, very good. Well, Justin, tell them where they can find everything about transformation church. You can find us online at transformationchurch.com or on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. Perfect. Well, hey, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in, talking with us a little bit about Chick-fil-A and yeah. Panera Bread. And don't forget, if you're if you're live on Facebook with us, 1130 at Fusackley's Mobile 11:30 Highway. 1130 we'll today. We'll see you there. Jen, I hope you can make it. Anyone else? Allison, Don, any of you guys that are watching? You can make it. We'd love to see you. All right. It's going to be a good time. We're going to kick it. We're going to probably mostly uh, abide by social distancing, spacing or something. I don't know. We're going to eat some good chicken though. So we'll see you there. We will. All right. Hey guys, thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see you next week for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. See See you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow-up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.